Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe. I'm joined here today by Robbie. What's up? I almost got I know, you. I was, I was like, up. nope, not going to do it. And do it. Gabe. That's why I Real. took a drink thinking he's going to say my name because I'm taking a drink. Yeah. He didn't. Good, because I was... That been Man, um, I've been uh, I've been a co- podcasting machine here lately. I know. It's your new role. This is what I do. I just You're podcast Joe the, the podcaster. <laughs> I love it. I said it in our conversation, uh, one of them. I don't know. We've had so many here lately. I just like talking with people. Yeah. So I love this. This is great. This is right at my right up right at my uh, right at my alley. So, uh, yeah, we had a great interview with Alex Kusher that is out in the wild. So interview episode where uh, we were talking about basically the idea around Chrome OS 100 was that we wanted to chat with him and and prompt him with five questions. And so it was a fun conversation. We uh, we talked a little bit about. Um, some of the early days and like I didn't realize how how long he had been working on Chrome OS uh, yeah, and involved I d- I on either. the team. And we didn't like, I didn't know that until uh, an, another interview that you did uh, with I keep forgetting his last name. Yeah. Uh, Which one? <laughs> yeah. Uh Val- Valdez. Valdez. That's yeah. what you yeah. said. Uh, so that, that one's not out yet. No, so, it's not. Uh, but it's coming. Yeah, it's coming out. But uh, and he mentioned something about that you actually ended up talking with Alex with in your your interview with him. Yeah, about wallpapers. About the wallpaper that you know Chrome OS didn't have a wallpaper picker at first; it just wasn't a thing. Um, and that was like I was in on that conversation, and I I realized at that moment like, oh, Alex has been around for a minute. Well, and then he was like, talking about like way back. He was talking about like version nineteen twenty, you know, yeah. like working on some stuff there, like. Yeah, so it was just, it was a fun conversation. It was a really fun conversation. 
uh, he's just he's just a fun yeah. fun fun person. That's to a good question. With. When Chrome OS came out, when the CR forty eight launched, and people got their hands on it, what version was Chrome OS? I don't know. It couldn't have been one because Chrome was always already a what a year year and a half old. Yeah, and so yeah, I wonder how that it had to have just jumped on and used. Huh? They would have started at that version because. Uh, they Do wouldn't. Some, they wouldn't have been able to get back to lockstep without right. that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Would have had to lockstep Do unless some, they like launched Do some Google it with Magic like, here. Figure this yeah, out. Yeah, they could have launched with one and then been like, "Uh, let's put it on the same one as Chrome." <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go from one to twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, we can kind of extrapolate the math backwards, probably ish. You know, divide yeah. it, divide up the we all the weeks in this many number of years yeah. with six week. You know, we could figure it out. Should have just asked Alex. <laughs> That would, probably, have been, that would have been a simpler, probably, a simpler path to the answer, have, but you know, would have known. Sometimes the adventure's fun, you know. Yeah, it's part of the story. But it was, uh, yeah, it was just like we, we kind of, we had our five questions, and we said we were going to do five questions with Alex Kusher, and I just like the way that sounds. I, I like that, like. And you asked more than five. And questions, then I asked right? several more questions because I just couldn't resist, and there was there was too much, too much to, to chat about. So I. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't makes, leave it, it makes five. for a good title. Let's be honest. Exactly. <laughs> the core questions are the five that we yeah that we wanted to stick to. <clears throat> so those are clarifying questions. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I don't. Yeah, know. they I were secondary. I listened in, but I don't remember every. All, they were all secondary of questions. Uh, <laughs> but I wrote the questions. I should remember those. But yeah. It's been oh, a week. it was funny. It's when, been quite a week. It was. It was funny. Whenever we asked the question about Chrome 200. We were like, what was it going to look like on version 200? And he was like, uh, what is that? Uh, eight years from now? <laughs> yeah, let me just figure out what Chrome OS is going to look like in I don't eight know. years. What's, what's the math on that? So He did it. He said it oh, was. Oh, he did eight yeah. years. So every four weeks, so 52 weeks divided by four should no, be 13. Yeah, it's 100 uh, versions. So 13 but... updates. Yeah, so 100 uh, divided by 13. It's, it's not. It's maybe not eight years. Alex, it's 7.69. Yeah. And come you on. call yourself an engineer? <laughs> Jeez, do they round numbers Dude. when they make bridges and buildings? I don't, well, maybe this building. This is maybe this one full of rounded for numbers. Sure, this one. Seven point seven. Call it eight. They were like, they were like, we want to square this room. Uh, I don't know. Bring that wall in a little bit. What's the what's the angle measurement in that corner? Uh, eighty-seven. Yeah, That's what they did in this close. room. Close as enough. A matter of fact, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They had obviously. squares back then. You yes. could have squared he is, that. He is quite right. Almost yep. eight years out. Yeah. But it was funny because the conversation led to the, like, and, and I love, this is why I love Chrome OS so much. It's like, it, well, in the kind of first part we were talking about how they as like a kind of fresh take uh, experiment of trying a new type of computing were like, let's just, what is the bare bones? Like, what is the simplest thing? Do you need a wallpaper? Right? Like asking those sorts of questions. Sure, sure. And then built from there, and then kind of looking forward, when we asked the question about what is what does two hundred look like, he kind of brought it back to like the first principles, like what are the, what are a couple of the core things we want to do, how those manifest, right? You, we're not quite sure, like what what exactly does it look like to have computing with new input, with 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 AR or different things we haven't even come up with right, yet like right. what does that sort of computing look like like obviously with touch we've we've gotten into a whole new different way of computing you know with 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 touch interaction and what does it look like to have you know your watch doing something that sure. we don't know about right now so he kind of he he kind of brought it back to just some of the first principles of the goals that they've always kind of right. had 
and I won't I won't give it all away, but go listen to the conversation. It was it was really fun. Yeah. Um, and and just shout out to them and their team for for so many years of of just awesome work and and right. being and, being innovative and continuing to innovate. You know. Right. And it, it comes <laughs> at it comes like some expenses. You know, a lot of times like innovation yeah, does, like this type of thing. I mean, think of the number of years as a. As an engineer of anybody building anything, making something like you make, you're, you're creating this operating system. And how many years did they have to read headlines and stuff about it's just a browser? Yeah. This Chromebook is blah. You know, like there's all this negative press around Chromebooks for quite some time. Um, you know, and I don't want to be like, oh, until we came along, but right. And that's how I think that. <laughs> but that, there weren't many people writing about. Chromebooks I mean, you don't have to say it, but not, not in a positive light. <laughs> no, yeah, no. it was. If there was Chromebook news, it was usually just I'm going to take a minute to bash something I don't know anything about, right. or that I don't completely understand. And um, yeah. and I think that's why some of the relationships we've been able to build with Google are are there because yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. finally somebody that <laughs> kind of gets it. Like I don't want to claim that we get the whole vision for all this stuff or that we have everything figured out, but I feel like we're at least enjoying the experience that they are trying to create and right, there are exactly plenty of other people that do and so since that's the case like we're the we're the news outlet for those people right and it, it reminds me a lot of you know he's actually moved on to work for google now but Dieter and android he's been there since like just the very yeah. early early right. days with just mobile mobile technology in general and he has that you know that tight-knit relationship with people at google in a way that's just different than you know just sitting down with right. someone for just a basic interview. So yeah, I think uh, I think it goes on a to a much deeper level. Yeah, so yeah. side note: so the CR forty eight came out in December of twenty ten. Yeah, the first version of Chrome OS dropped in October of twenty ten, and it was Chrome OS seven. Oh. Seven. Yeah, it's a good number because Chrome had been out for. It came out in two thousand. So when they introduced Chrome eight, OS, nine, they technically they put it in step with yes. So it was already it was already in step at that point. Nice. So. Well, that makes they sense. Still doing the same update. Okay, cycle and so that was twenty ten. Yeah, and so Late Alex, so Alex was talking about some of the work he was doing on like nineteen and twenty. But Alex started started with Google. I think. I think Let me look like, at the bio I just put in here for him. It was twenty ten. Yeah. Yeah, he joined Google in 2010. Yeah, wow. I mean, so. Chrome OS 19 came out in May yeah. of 2012. So, so yeah, just, he, just been and, there. And, and to kind of go back to what you were saying, Robbie, like, you know, as we've grown a team, you, you start to realize, like, having a vision, making sure that everyone on the team understands that vision. That's oh, so hard. Motivating people, like, that's tough. Yeah. And imagine Google, this right. massive company, trying to do this new thing. And I don't know how many people they had. We should have asked Alex. How many people they had on the team at it's that time? It's gonna be time. an ongoing refrain. Dang it, we should yeah, ask. Dang it, we're just gonna we're just gonna hit up Alex on Twitter. Sorry, sorry, Alex. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like it's hard to do that. It's hard to motivate. Yeah. It's hard to, especially when you're right. There was so much press of people just being like, "What is this?" You know, yeah. why, why would I buy this? How this, do you? How do all you? All of this is a browser. Yeah, and how how do you how do you explain to the engineer who sees that in the news as you know the 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 person running it? No, that's okay. Stay like, focused. here's what we're doing. Right. Here's 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 how what we're doing is going to change the way that people compute in ten years, fifteen years. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Any anytime you do anything subversive, uh, I think you probably run into that. Anytime you do something that's countercultural yeah. or counter, 
almost counterintuitive at the mm-hmm. time. Like when Chromebooks came out, it was super counterintuitive because you also have to remember back when this started how young and undeveloped the web was as a right. platform. Like it was, it was just not not capable. And I, I go back to. <laughs> We talk about it all the time, WebOS and yeah. the Palm Pre, and it's like yeah. it. They they set out. They didn't set out. They didn't have a vision at all. Like there's great documentary stuff behind what happened. Like they turned course like in and in six weeks built a bare bones OS that they could show at CES. I mean, it to say they had some vision was not true. But when they did pivot and say, you know, we're going to do this, and they held out for two years or so making this this OS that was built just on web language, so yeah. HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. An OS built on that on a phone, and people were like, ah, "What is this thing?" And you know, they had to work around to get games to work and all that kind of stuff. But there was just some really cool things going on with with WebOS at the time, and the web itself just wasn't ready mm-hmm. for that. the 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 technology that actually makes the platform, if you look at the web as a platform, great. Uh, now we just wasn't there. And so and it's, like, yeah, it's so cool because I was I was doing the Chrome OS 100 article and working on the Chrome 100 article and Google. There's some new features with each, but Google's really put a focus on, hey, look look where we've come from. Look at oh, look yeah. at how the web. There's even a they have a it's a hundred one hundred cool web moments is the web page. It's just oh, developer yeah. dot chrome dot developer dot chrome dot com forward slash one hundred. Most of this stuff is not necessarily Chrome related. That like they have Wordle on there further down, but there's Chrome OS, there's the Chrome Dino, but there's an article from Wired about the web's not dead and HTML. There's a lot of HTML5 stuff, but in the mix of all this, because they put out a lot of content around the 100 release, there's the video of Sundar getting up and it's pre Chrome OS. He's talking about Chrome and what HTML five is going to mean for the web. And then mm-hmm. right, that evolved into stuff like web RTC and all of this. And just, it's crazy because the video of Chrome OS, um, the, I don't think I have it pulled up here anymore. Uh, anyways, it was like the initial announcement of Chrome OS before the CR 48 or anything like that. I can't remember exactly what they called it. Oh, it wasn't that it wasn't that, that it wasn't soon. No, it wasn't soon. talk. It was this. Oh, here it is. Chrome West U- UI concept video. And they even nice. say in one of the tabs, <laughs> it's like a web only environment, you know, because that's what Chrome West was when it initially launched. And they launched Chrome OS as a web only environment yeah. when web only didn't really have that much going on for it. I yeah. mean, no. I mean, HTML5 was in its infancy as right. far as what we have. WebRTC, I don't think no, it existed. Yeah. No. So it's it's just crazy to see what what they did when they debuted Chrome OS and the fact that it actually survived through that yeah. to now thrive <laughs> with technologies that are just light years beyond what they started with. So, well, Yeah, and I mean, as it, I, I love looking at stuff like that because I, I just love the web as a platform in general because people don't think about it this way, but it's it's the most dominant, the largest platform that exists. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it reaches nearly everyone in some way, shape, or form, and it's open source. Yeah. You know, like people forget the fact that it's open source. We have to have consortiums, the WWC3. Like we have to have groups of people come together and be like, hey, we're going to agree on some standard Certain stuff things. here, or so stuff it's not doesn't just work. wild. Yeah. Um, and then that allows software developers to build web browsers that will take advantage yeah. of those things. Which is and fun. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Google's got, they've caught a lot of flack over, you know, so many uh, things being built around Chromium. But now we have so many major web browsers that are built off of Chromium, and look what it's done for Chrome. 
Right. It is advanced Chrome, Edge, Firefox, all these Chromium-based browsers. It's made them all better. You know, it's the whole rising tide raises yeah. all ships. It's not Google making a monopoly. It's Google making the web better is yeah. what it is. And, and that's the thing. Anytime somebody steps into something that's open source and then brings a little bit of unity around anything, it's going to look like yeah. it's going to have this look that we're trying to control. control it. Yeah. And, and to be fair, you know, Google does hold a lot of control over yeah. over the web and even the development now of the web as a platform yeah. because somebody needed to step in and help you know make this thing happen or else i mean without what google has done through chrome and and chromium uh, as open source projects i mean we would be easily 10 15 years i think probably behind where we are now oh, yeah. uh, just because it's I mean, it's everybody you're, you're trying to grab a platform that reaches everybody and get people to agree on stuff like at some point, the the cream has to rise to the top. Someone has to, you know, people need to be led. Like we need mm-hmm. leaders. The idea that we're all, it's you know, can be uniform across the board and get stuff and actually get things done. Right. It's, and then you you, know, you look at the the end user technologies, things like Stadia and GeForce Now, and things. These are things that people years ago developed in their head. I want to figure out a way to do this. Well, that required creating the web technologies to do it. To there do are it, th- yeah. right. basic apps that we use on a daily basis wouldn't exist without WebRTC. We wouldn't right. be able to do half the stuff that we do. And, without and it, it wouldn't exist without a more dominant web. Like if we had 50 different web browsers to choose from, they're all kind of vying for their own thing and trying to make their own way in the world and all this kind of stuff. WebRTC probably still wouldn't be a, a universal thing yeah. like that's been adopted. Yeah. And so now, you know, and Google's now got that mantle on them. Like, all right, don't screw this up. Yeah. Like you, you all have the ability to make the web better, but you also have the ability to make it worse. Um, and so, I mean, that's a, conversation for a different time but that's the nature of open source stuff and people yeah. forget that the web isn't just something that exists it's not like we're discovering new things the web can do they're being built they're being exactly. put into place and largely because the browsers that we all use constantly are given the ability to understand that code that's that's all this is like the web actually isn't anything nope. the web is just a portal an yeah. idea yeah. basically of everybody going cool we're good with that and yeah, we're good with that. And nope, we're not good with that. And we're going to get rid of that. And all kind of going, okay, let's all nod along and, and do that thing. And it doesn't always work, obviously. I mean, there's things that work on Safari that don't work. But man, from a decade ago when I was doing a lot of web development, and we had to just constantly think about, well, what's Microsoft going to do? Yeah. And what's yeah. uh, Internet Explorer? My wife last night, by the way, my, my son, much to my chagrin, this is... Funny. is uh, <laughs> So for some reason, like infatuated with Windows, specifically I, Windows logos, right now. I haven't so, heard this. Oh, this is it's. <laughs> I told him last night. It's, we were discussing Windows. It's like you, you know, this hurts me inside, right? And he just like, what? Are you okay? And I was like, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Uh, he's a very tender-hearted kid. Um, <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just updating my will. there you go sydney have all um but no he's he's infatuated not so much with windows but the logos he really is into did you know that the windows logo uh once upon a time uh well it was this way and it had black and it was pointy and had four colors and you're like yeah and then he i was there (laughs) (laughs) they quoted the bane thing from batman (laughs) you only adopted windows 11 We were born in that stuff, man. Robbie does a really good Bane voice. You, we don't have to, you don't have to do it. Doesn't he, always work. He, yeah, it doesn't always. Just try. Hurt you. No, just try. It. It. I can't. I'm not, I don't feel good about it right now. That'll be a. We'll do a. We'll do a, a clip or yeah. a short or yeah. something. I got to work it out. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like can't do it live. No, I haven't done his voice, and I, I need to hear it. Like if I'm ever going to do an impression, I have to hear it pretty pretty freshly, and I haven't heard that in a while. Pull it up, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm trying to force it. It's more of a gurgle sound. Oh, and Tom, I read something the other day. Tom Hardy got made fun of pretty hard for his Bane voice. Uh, really? Yeah, good. but he decided that's what he's going to do. Anyway, um, so anyway, we're sitting here talking through, and we're looking at Windows logos, and we're talking through, you know, the differences and, sure. and how Windows has come along and all that stuff. And uh, my wife, somewhere in there, I was like, because I kept trying to point back, because he, you know, he wanted our the the gaming Chromebook I used to use for the golf simulator. He wanted to update it to Windows 11. Um, I don't know why. He just he kept asking me yeah. to I was like see fine it. let's go let's do it and I was like you know what it's going to look like it's going to look a lot more like Chrome OS because the one we have here for the golf simulator is on Windows yeah. 11 I'm like I remember writing the article <laughs> we powered about, it off and it started updating by accident yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's been fine because yeah. um, under the hood nothing really changed yeah. it just you know I'm, I'm sure it. things change don't don't crucify me. Sure <laughs> we, don't, we don't know anything about you have no idea about Windows <laughs> yeah but you know the, the skin of it changed I, and I do like a lot of what they did mm-hmm. because Frankly, it feels more comfortable to me because it looks more like Chrome OS. Uh, when we said that earlier on, when Windows 11 came out, it, now that I'm using it, I'm like, yeah, it, it really does borrow. Which, by a the lot way, how about OS. that Verge article? You, oh yeah, just buy Chrome. Yeah, just buy Chrome. But anyway, in the middle of our conversation, I said I kept trying to point back to Chrome OS. You know, I'm like, well, yeah, Chrome OS, blah blah blah, Chrome OS, today, you know. And, and uh, at one point, he said something, and I was like, well, you know that the Edge browser is built off of Chromium. Like, Chromium are the, is the, the building block for Chrome and for Edge, and, and Google makes that. And he's like, oh, wow, you know. And, and my wife is, like, folding clothes, I think, because we're, we're sitting on the bed talking. And she looks over at me, and she's like, Edge? What's it? Now, you got to remember, my wife's not technologically, <laughs> like, bent. So yeah. anything she gets comes through this filter. Right. So she has a Fitbit watch. She's had a Pixel phone for since they came out. And I would and bet she at, only uses a Chromebook. Yeah, I would bet <laughs> like, at her old old job they were probably still on like Windows eight. She was she was rocking Windows XP. Okay. I think they upgraded to okay. seven right before she left. Wow. Uh, yeah, way behind the curve. But it was, it was a big hospital, so yeah. it's. Legacy. Again, yeah, it's the reason Windows is kind of stuck in some ways. Yep. Anywho, so I'm 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 trying to tell him this stuff, and she looks over at me. She's like, "Edge, like what? What is Edge? What? <laughs> what don't they use Internet Explorer?" I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah, like five years ago, <laughs> that went away. Then they made Edge. Then they decided to basically build it." On Chromium, yeah. which means it's Chrome with you know some of the yeah. Because here's the deal: I, I hear people, and it's just it's because it, it's just a misnomer, really. But people want to dog on Chrome, and they don't like Chrome. This and that, whatever. Oh, use Brave, or the, if you've ever used Brave, Brave is Chrome. It's exact. They've built it almost exactly the same. People don't dislike Chrome; they just like Google, sure, because yeah. they think Google's in their all up in their business. They're yeah. worried about the privacy and all this stuff. Chrome is, and now that they've fixed the the speed issues and the ram issue because it, it's not like oh chrome finally caught up in the in the resource area they didn't they beat safari yeah, on it's mac? Like, i think it's the fastest yeah, like you natively on mac, on mac. Mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of you don't you don't trust google because yeah. chrome browser is Which, amazing the, the fun thing back in the day remember when chrome was new did y'all use it early Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm me. So trying to the minute it was out and it was a thing, I was like, well, this sounds like something yeah. different and yeah. new. Let's do it. And <laughs> it was so fast. When, when did it? When was it launched? So it was launched in. It was launched in oh eight oh nine. Yeah, I was using. I yeah. would put Chrome on yeah. anything, and then once I started, like 
these are web this is web yep. technology like infecting you and you going oh god we can do that i remember like my bookmarks would come with me anywhere i'd be like oh i can just i just log in and yeah. all my stuff yeah. shows up wow i won't what? i won't tell you all where i was whenever i remember installing chrome for the first time when it was launched i won't i won't say where i was hmm. <laughs> i feel it's gonna make him sound really was, young yeah was he was in, in his diapers. I was, in I was at my house this morning. I no, was, I'm just I was in high school. High school. Okay. okay. I, mean, I wouldn't. But I remember in the school. library for those yeah. same reasons, bookmarks, all the like, stuff, and I was install. Chrome. I was techy and nerdy, and but I that, was the one, yeah, going around installing Chrome on everything. Yeah, and and that's really not that unusual. I remember when Robbie and I first started doing this. I had gone. I don't remember what the reason. I don't know. I didn't have a computer with me or something, but I was like, I got to write. There was some news I needed to write, so I swung by. Our, I, I have a library card. Whatever. I don't. I need to get one. I went by the library because they have computers. You can log on there, whatever. They don't have Chrome on the libraries <laughs> at the computer, at the computers at the library, and they won't let you install it. Like, mm, I was weird. forced to use Internet Explorer. Because wow. back then, I mean, yeah, it was still Internet Explorer. Yeah. Because we're not that Jeez. far removed. I remember work when we worked for HCC, um, still having to deal with that. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, we, yeah. we well, hey, we got to do this one thing because of oh, yeah. you know because of this company you know whatever. It's, yeah. ugh, it's horrible. Yeah, it seems like it was a long time ago. It's like it wasn't really that. Yeah, long. it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, but that it, was an issue. But it it it's just a testament to how yeah. far things have come in in a pretty short amount of time. Well, relatively and, speaking. and a testament to open source. Yeah. And that was part of uh, kept. We kind of kept coming back to that in the conversation with Alex about you know just the open source mentality and like right. the way to go about can, like putting things together, right? Building things, yeah. doing it open source is just a different type of collaboration that I think you know Internet Explorer just hasn't had over. Yeah, and you it know, never would have. It was completely yeah. closed source. It right. was only Microsoft working on it and. You know, I, I say this all the time, and it takes a long time for this to come to fruition, but open source always wins. It really does, because it's a collective thing. When you put that many people's brains together, it's just better. It's going to be a better thing Like when it comes to innovation and, and new things happening and things working better. You're going to have more ideas from more brain power. Yeah, I mean, right. it's just part Especially of it. Especially when it's maintained property, because you take like Linux, for example, the Linux kernel, you know, have Linus, which you know, like him or love him, he's Linus, but he's very cautious about what makes, right. makes right. it upstream to the kernel. So you have this huge collective that's working on making something better while it's still being policed to keep out anything that might be right. detrimental yeah. to the people because Linux is in everything oh, right and but, people say that all the time like when i've made this comment and people are like well yeah what about linux you know i'm like what about linux it's all over the place like the kernel the linux do kernel. you own a phone right <laughs> so much stuff and i'm like so yeah it may not be a commercial success but given enough Back-end. time yeah. open source wins yep. over stuff, time yeah. and and you could say well you know apple isn't you know doesn't do anything open source not really i mean they they contribute on different on different open source projects that aren't theirs, obviously, uh, and so it's not fair to be like I, they hate open source. They don't. They they utilize it where they can. They just you know, like their ecosystem, but they keep their ecosystem locked down. But it may not happen in our lifetimes. I'm telling you, open source stuff yeah. will win over time, over a long yeah. period of time, and and Apple slowly but surely, Microsoft. You've seen it, Microsoft. How long were they dominant with their clothes thing and? You know, everything was Microsoft this and Windows that and Office and we're going to do everything our way and we have our own Explorer, all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what they're doing now? 
They're yeah. basically becoming system as a service company. Yeah. Like, hey, we want to give our stuff away. We're going to get into cloud hosting. We're going to get an app management yeah. and all that kind of stuff because open source wins. Yeah, and Apple was, I mean, we're, we're probably still years and years out before oh, we're, they we're moved way that out. way. But they had gotten to a plateau point where things were like, oh, well, Apple just announced something new, whoop de doo the the new silicon that has boosted them that'll yeah, that'll sure. give them another decade of doing their own thing but eventually they're going to have to say they're going to have to at least take a step back and they probably already are they're probably looking all right guys a decade from now what are we going to do because we can't keep doing the next big thing yeah and that's you why know? they're moving into services and all that kind of stuff trying to yeah. get you to 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 pay for subscription type stuff because they yeah. know you know yeah. eventually the idea that you know, this this thing that I enjoy, this thing that I can do, technologically speaking, is bound to this one particular set of devices. It just erodes over time. Yeah. And again, I, I look at Microsoft. It took a long time. I mean, Windows was so dominant. still is, technically, from a number sure. standpoint. But you see that stuff, that type of dominance with uh, laptops. Only The only laptop you're ever going to see, the only computer you're ever going to see is a Windows computer. Like, that's eroding fast actually yeah. and you know microsoft is shifting they see it and they're moving to you know offer their services on more stuff and hey let's make our stuff work with everything yeah they're bringing and Andro- android apps to it, all that right. i mean it's... like let's start working with other people and have open more open you know ways to to build things yeah shocker that that's how it ends up having to work like yeah. you can't stay in a silo <clears throat> and stay productive when the rest of the entire world is working on something else, right? Like you, you got to join the global community eventually, and that's why open source takes forever to to get its momentum and, and take over. But yeah. eventually, eventually, given enough time, yeah. it wins. It always wins. Yeah. So one thing, one thing Gabe said a, a minute ago uh, that that made me think of this, you know, with with Chrome OS, kind of kind of going back to the discussion with Alex, you know. Early on, they were they they had this vision of open source, right? And they they had this vision of a different way of computing, and they knew it was going to take time, right? And they sure. they they had but they had that internal vision. They they were pushing towards it, but you know how how often are there's some quote? Maybe we can find it. We'll throw it up afterwards. Um, but you're crazy. You're 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 outrageous. You're doing crazy stuff until until it starts working and yeah. then you're a genius yeah, right. right and it's like you know this i think chromebooks were already catching on people were realizing oh yeah like cloud computing like people start wrapping their heads around what the cloud actually is right, right. and like right. how how they can have their files up in the cloud right and and so chromebooks were already catching on and then you know the pandemic happened and it just was like here's this lightweight you know going back to the three the three things what is it speed speed simplicity security security and it's like oh wow here's this computing thing that i can go i can go get this device quickly and and bring it home and get right to work and then oh my kid needs to log into their profile to do their schoolwork cool they can log right in and up and running yeah and it's like the the pandemic just it you know, it was, it was, yeah, right. I don't want to say it was a catalyst cause it was already happening. It just accelerated. Yeah. yeah. It, it accelerated it. And, and man, it's just exciting. It's exciting to talk with, with Alex and, and other folks at Google. And we are super appreciative as, as you were kind of saying of that relationship that we've developed over time. 
but it's it's from years of you know keeping our heads down we can and have Dieter on the podcast now. Oh yeah, oh, there we go. Let's great. do it. That would be great. I don't know when he actually starts as a Google's uh, be like, hey, bone. we want to yeah. talk about Android, but more importantly, we want to talk about webOS. Just yeah, let's just have no. I, I would show. love that. We yeah, should do that. We'll, we'll reach out to our, our Google rep and do that. Um, but like one thing that 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 we kind of finished on, and and I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on is like our digital identities, right? Like in the future, thinking about Chrome OS and and being in the cloud and everything connected the way that it is, you know, our digital identities, our privacy, our security, you know, over time, how does that manipulate itself in an operating system? Like, are there ways that the operating system will adapt to help with this over time? Like, or is this just like a, a thing we're all just gonna have to figure out, like collectively, no, think, like our uh, digital identity? What is that? Yeah, you know, and I how think, do we store I it? I think uh, I think the the world, the glo- global community as a whole around this, they're they're trying to find that balance because I mean, obviously, as things move forward, uh, you know, the digital world's driven by advertising and and all of that. That there's such a bigger focus, greater focus on security now than there ever was before. And I think the pandemic kind of accelerated that too, because, you know, VPNs have Mm -hmm. had their most explosive years and all that stuff. But Google and some of it's on their own, on their own. And some of it's because they've kind of been pressured into it is trying to do what's best for the web. As far as, you know, sandboxing things, keeping things Mm -hmm. private, uh, Chrome 100 rolled out this week too. And there's, uh, they they're doing things like removing user agent strings. That way, uh, websites can't identify what type of device you're on. They can just kind of get an idea. So they're they're doing like grouping things where they group in geomet or ge- geographical uh, groups of people instead of giving them specific identifiers mm. for the individual person. So it's a ba- it's a tightrope. Uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows? 20 years from now, it might just be like your entire identity is just online and that's just the way that it is. But what's that look like? Yeah, and how you many know? of these kids are growing up right now that yeah. are, uh, their entire life, all their medical records, everything. I mean, that's a whole nother yeah. discussion. But, yeah. you know, it's like uh, everything. It's, it's wild. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's funny. Like, we get into the privacy thing and you start talking about mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, you know, it's easy to get um, on the side of things where you're... Um, upset by the fact that you know google or facebook or whoever is you know taking my privacy either I, I have the right to my privacy and I, I i get that like i get that you know people are really sensitive about that kind of stuff because ultimately when it comes down to it no i don't want someone snooping i don't want somebody looking into my you know personal stuff and and looking around like right. it's, a, it's a gross invasion of privacy if that's if that's what's happening for the most part, that's not what's happening. Right, but now, now I, don't, I don't. Again, don't crucify me here. It's not. It's not that there haven't been times where you know a company, Google, Facebook, whoever, haven't been kind of caught like, oh, they heard or they saw or whatever a thing. But the way encryption works and the way that their systems work, like they don't know to attribute it like to a particular person. Right. Like it's it's a person looked at that and a person did this and that same person did this. I can build all this stuff around this person. I just don't know who they are. Right. So does that now invading my privacy if they still don't yeah. know, if I'm anonymous to the person looking at it, if I'm completely anonymous and they could never pin me as some person. They just know that I'm some dude from Kentucky maybe, you know, that that did XYZ on the internet. Like I, that's the part where I'm just like, it doesn't bother me that much. And that's my like, thing. And, and everyone feels differently. I'm not defending the way we feel or the way any, or, or anything, but like you said, it's kind of like this anonymous identity of a person because 
honestly, at the end of the day, it all boils down to revenue. You know, 90% of Google's uh, uh, revenue is from advertising and all of that. And all of these companies do targeted advertising, all that. That data is used for that purpose. So when when websites and journalists and bloggers twist it to say, oh, they're snooping on you, Google does not care who I am and what I'm doing in my house at 530 in the afternoon. Yeah, they really Apart don't. Apart from <laughs> they want to be able to sell me something that's relevant to me. And I'm going to be honest with you, and this may be naive, and it may just sound like I'm stupid or whatever. I don't want to go on a website and see a bunch of irrelevant ads. Yeah, I'm going to have absolutely. to see ads. Give yeah. me something Yeah, close. give me something that I might be interested in and that maybe, you know, that's yeah. consumerism or whatever. But it, that stuff does not matter to me because for the most part, that data that they are using is anonymous and it's used to advertise. To I was sitting by someone a, a couple of weeks ago and I was looking up something it was on a charity website. It's Compassion International or something. I was looking up. I was looking up something on my phone because I was trying to download a video, and this guy made the comment, "No, Facebook's always snooping on you. I just got a Compassion International ad." I'm like, "No, you have location services turned on on your phone, and they don't know who you are, but they know you're sitting near me, and I'm on their website." Right. That stuff does not matter to me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm the same way. Like. Again, if the minute you flip the switch and it's like, oh, I can now tie all of this activity and all that stuff to Robbie Payne, right. who lives at, you know, I'm not saying my address, but who lives here and works here and does all that stuff and here's his face and here, yes, huge problem. Right. And I get maybe it's the, the thinness of that veil that people are like, that makes yeah. me uncomfortable. I get it, right. but don't act like it's the exact same thing. And like it's not the same thing as... A full-blown somebody was sitting in my house and just watching me do stuff right, right? and, and the, taking notes and there's like, two things about that number one none of us hardly any of us actually do it but when you use these services you sign the bottom line you mark that box you agree to it nobody reads the terms of services but it's in there so shame on you and number two as much as I'm not worried about that, I want to know why why aren't people worried about the actual real damaging things? Because at the end of the day, my identity is not tied to what's on the internet. Yes, my personal finances might be. Yes, someone might be able to ruin my life if they got a hold of my social security number and all that stuff. But that does not affect who I am as a person. I mean, that's not my true identity. But why aren't we looking more closely at these? T-Mobile had two data breaches in six months. Social security numbers, email addresses, home addresses, all of that. What's come of that? Well, did you get anything from T-Mobile? No. Nothing. Did you? No. Nope. Did you get anything? Nobody cares about that yeah. because they don't. They want to be mad at Google because they feel like Google's invading their privacy. Right. Yeah, and it's, Google's like a story, just trying, it's like a story over time. Yeah, Google's trying to better, their, better the user experience while also feeding the commercial machine and if you we live in a consumerist society if you don't like that right. go live somewhere that lives on the barter system yeah, yeah. <laughs> right well and it's, sorry it is i'm done uh, yeah. I'm, my well and it's like also yeah but 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 what you're saying about you know you are you you're using the product right you're using the service and don't get me wrong i think that 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 google and and so many of these companies that have become basically institutions in our culture Meta. have a certain responsibility. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just because we all use it, doesn't that's not a scapegoat for them to be able to be like, ah, cool, they all signed the dotted line, right, so we yeah. get to do whatever we want, right? right. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, if you don't, if you don't like that, um, you don't have to use the service. Or, you know, if you don't like uh, 
the way that they're using your your data, most of these companies have ways that you can yeah, Google, delete it all. Google has <laughs> made it. Google's made it pretty easy, Very actually. Easy. Yeah. Like yeah. in your account, you right. can opt out of all this stuff. You can delete stuff. You can yeah. get rid of stuff if you want it. But again, none of those things, none of those pieces of data, are actually tied to you as a human being. Yeah. Like right. they, because they they have safeguards against that. Because they right. don't. Uh, and like Gabe said, they don't even want that. Like, yeah. why? What good is it going to do? They want the big overarching data. Right. Hey, right. If I, if a person in Kentucky of this kind of age and stuff does this and. And yeah, you can argue, a lot of people would say, well, they're going to use that to manipulate you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Advertisement is manipulation. Absolutely. Um, but you also watch TV and go to the movies right. and read magazines. And, and again, yeah, if, if you want to get out of that stuff, like you have to exit all of it. And, yeah. and there there are ways to do so, um, sure. but they're just not convenient. Yeah. And I go back to the Siri <clears throat> Google Assistant right. comparison. Why does Siri suck so bad? Yeah. Because Apple's like, we're going to keep your privacy and I, again there's been plenty of stories about uh, about apple not actually doing that either but you know they they try not to pass much on to siri and so siri's super limited in what it can it do, can do. Yeah. and so it, that's just kind of part of it so do you want the service and all that kind and of the stuff? convenience of it right yeah at the to, to give away the data of how you use the thing and you know, yeah. it like it was like the the phone and and messages story that went around not too long ago. Oh uh, yeah, like, yep. like Google's been snooping on all this kind of stuff. Some of that data that gets sent to the servers is like, was the call completed? Did did it drop? You know, did that message actually make it from point A to point B? The message is encrypted. The two users are encrypted. Yeah, we don't know anything about any of those people. We just have the data that yes, this worked. We're getting no, feedback essentially. Yeah, and it's like that gets twisted into you know, like as if there's like room room full of people spying on average yeah. Americans for what again? Like what what good would it do? Do you think anybody's going to show up to Google and not take a paycheck just so they can snoop? No, they're getting paid. So Google's now paying for what? Yeah, like they don't need that data. Like the data they need is age, demographics, geographic. So we can sell you stuff, just like Abe was saying. So. I don't know. I just think this stuff gets blown so far yeah, out of yeah, proportion, exactly. so far, and because these companies don't care yeah. about you as a person, but, they just don't. Yeah, but it was good. It's kind of bring it full circle <clears throat> here. It was good to hear from Alex when we talk about Chrome 200. You know, right. one of the three pillars was that kind of security and in, in personal identity and how right. that how that influences the the OS over time because sure. Chrome OS is tied to the web, and a lot of the stuff we're talking about is. The web, right? right? So, so, so the two are are in step, and yeah, and it's and it's nice to hear Google say that they're thinking about that, and they do recognize that they have a bit of a responsibility. Sure, to, and, to, and you know. I think like the pillar is security, not necessarily yeah. privacy. Ah, sure, um, yeah, you yeah. know, and and security is obviously a huge deal. Like when we start talking about our digital well being and and what we are online and how much of our information is online, security just only becomes more and more heightened yeah. over right. time. It has to and. So that's very, very important. Have that, better like, passwords. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> you know, but, you know, and thinking through it and having systems in place that yeah. don't get breached all the time. Yeah. You know, like Chrome OS is very secure in that way. Um, and so that, again, brings that conversation up. of like, well, but if I use Chrome OS, it's secure, but I'm not fully private and anonymous. No. And if you're going to want to be fully private and anonymous and still be an online citizen, you're going to have to figure all that stuff out yourself. Yeah. And guess what? It takes time and money and effort to do it. And, and you can either try to figure it out yourself, hire somebody to teach you how to do all that kind of stuff or use a service where yeah. some of the info about yourself, not again, tied to your face in an anonymous fashion is used for advertising. It's 
yeah, you, you get to choose those things. Um, yeah, it's not an easy choice. You're going to need uh, a very obscure uh, version of Linux on a laptop, satellite phone. You're going to need a satellite phone, <laughs> log cabin, a VPN. <laughs> Uh, some sort of solar energy because you have to mm-hmm. be off the grid. And I'm not making fun. I'm no. just saying to to live in the country that we live in or in most places in the world to believe that you can disconnect your digital identity is a bit naive. Yeah, it it's, just is. it's tough. And it's tough at this point because people that have decided like, yeah, Google is the devil or Facebook's the devil or the internet's the devil or whatever. Like government. these things are terrible. Yeah, the government's going to get it or whatever. And at the end of the day, like it, we're at the point now where I don't know how you get away from it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but in general, I mean, so far, knock on wood, we haven't seen a situation where even though there's stories about the, you know, the government's going to take and use our stuff for, I don't know what, I, don't, I guess they're going to spy too. They like yeah, to spy, cool. you know, and see what I'm watching. That, they're going to see that I watch Seinfeld, you know, or whatever. I remember all the stuff with, you know, Julian Assange and all that. I, I don't, I never got into all of that to know but, even what, and I'm sure the government probably wants, they, they want the data for security reasons. Uh, are they going to overreach? Probably. Yeah. Yep. It's the government. For, for national they, security they purposes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they want, Put they that want in security, <laughs> you know, the, uh, and, and on some levels, probably they can probably get some of that. Uh, and so that's what yeah. like Google's going to have to keep tackling those types of things. Cause the government's going to keep knocking on the door. They're going to keep wanting, oh, you have a lot, yeah. a yeah. lot of data. We want it yeah. uh, for probably a lot of things. It's probably not just national. Like They can say national security, and, and a lot of Americans are like, oh, take yeah. it. You can have yeah. it. Sure. You know, keep it safe. Yeah. You know, and that's probably not what yeah. they're using it well, for. No, absolutely not. Did you all ever get into the whole WikiLeaks thing and any of that? No. Not really. Did you get into it, Andrew? Again, I, I, I just, and you know, Gabe said earlier, me, you might watch this and call me stupid or naive, yeah. but I, I got a lot of stuff to think about. But I also that's just, just one yeah. of those things I'm just not going to... I love making yeah. YouTube videos and yeah. playing disc golf. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I enjoy, think about that stuff a lot. I enjoy <laughs> tech, and I enjoy a lot of it. And, yeah. and again, if understanding that the veil is thin, but there's a veil there that you have data on me, but you don't know that that's actually me, I don't I don't care. Like yeah. I just I just don't, I don't care. Um, it doesn't mean that everybody shouldn't care. Sure. But... You know, and those, those are just all the, it's, that's why the web is complex. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, and when we start talking yeah. about Chrome OS and the evolution of this stuff, like it's not just this simple, like, oh, I made a thing, you know, uh, it's not like a craft project. Like it's this <laughs> ongoing, deeply complex <laughs> and because it affects everybody. Yeah. And so every move, every decision that gets made, everything that happens, like it just affects everyone. And, you know, that's, that's an awesome thing. It's a terrifying thing. It's mm-hmm. a. I don't know. It's a wild thing because yeah. it's not, you know, as as you see Apple keep growing, especially in the U.S., you know, like the, the dominance that they can assert over like app developers and all that kind of stuff. That That's like a microcosm of what the web is as a whole because it's this, this worldwide connection of people and ideas and, you know, uh, socioeconomic things and ideologies. And it's, it's, it's vast and bizarre and complex and difficult, and there's no simple, easy answer. I mean, all the stuff we've even said here is one side of one opinion. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. Or two opinions, you know, technically here, sitting here. And it's, I have it's no nuts. opinion. It's only to- you two. didn't share. Yeah, it's we only talk, two we talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't share your opinion. I just, on asked, I just privacy. asked. You just said you played disc just, golf. I just asked the questions. Block t- blockchain. That's the answer. Blockchain, blockchain is very answer. interesting. Oh, blockchain, it's, it, it is interesting. But I saw a very interesting article yesterday that said uh, 
for all of you that think that blockchain is the future <laughs> of, you know, it's 100% secure, right. this, that, whatever. If that's really true, we would not be daily talking about people having their NFTs stolen yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's not. It's yeah. just another thing for people to try to attack. Yeah. It just is what it is. Wait, and we won't go down that. No, that's hole. a, no, 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 that hole is. And you yeah. get into like web three stuff and all of yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Google's looking at all that yeah. stuff too and trying to figure out like, uh, it, as that becomes more, yeah. you know, prolific, like how it, do we, how do we use it? You know, but, how, do but we, the, how do we leverage the, it? The cool thing is when we think about the future of Chrome OS mm -hmm. is that we're getting in, uh, I can't remember how Alex said it exactly, but it's basically like, Rather than these massive updates, like once a year, you get these constant updates throughout oh, yeah. the year. It's like nimble feel. Yeah, and you can almost kind of like, you know, you can test things a little bit. And, you know, we see it sometimes when they try to test something a little bit. It, it, it breaks or whatever, you know. Um, but, you know, Chrome OS is constantly evolving with these changes right. as they're happening, right? right? Which is like a good thing and a bad thing, right? Like there's times whenever they maybe push the boundary a little too far and things break or they're trying something. Sure. But um, but it is very cool to see, you know, an operating system that's built as nimble as this is, you know? Yeah, because we're, we're used to these quarterly updates or whatever, yeah. these yeah. big updates for the operating system. And, you know, Chrome OS is like, even though it's obviously made by a large company and it's a big undertaking, it feels like this upstart kind of yeah. Yeah, uh, quick, does. like nimble, yeah. like, oh, we're just going to try this and let's move that way. And and that's the difference in, in basing on OS on web technologies versus legacy stuff. Right. Like, in general, one day, I mean, people might run parts of their business from a Chromebook, but... Like you're, you're probably never going to have a Chromebook that's that's running the like the robots and the you know the in the car manufacturing plants you know that's maybe I don't know maybe they'll I, run I Linux. Say, I mean I don't know. I mean web technology could do that because you're looking you think about it, and that's the thing pre pandemic and a few years prior to that most people and probably a lot of people still now if you ask them about the cloud they're like oh yeah the cloud it, the cloud's just a server somewhere. That's all it is. Nothing yeah. lives in the cloud. It's not this ethereal, just weird stuff. It's on a computer somewhere. Yeah. So if yeah, I mean, the technology yeah. has moved forward enough and continues to move forward that these uh, programs that run, you know, CAD and all these different things can be served via a web browser, PWA, SWA, sure. whatever. There's no reason the, yeah. that stuff can't happen. Well, and especially you know. like, you know, these... Uh, yeah, like, and they start being more connected. And right. All that well, stuff like. in like, uh, I have a friend who who works in uh, who's an engineer who works for a company. They have they have a proprietary piece of software that they sell to to uh, factories, right? Yeah. But the, all the software is connected, right? So he can hop in if there's an issue on the line, and yeah. this one robot, this one ro robot, <laughs> this one robot, you know, robots. <laughs> Robot, <laughs> like Batman. It's 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 oh, the robots. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you said robot. I said we'll, robot. We'll have yeah. to call it robot. It was robot. Okay, yeah. I like robot because it's like the robots that work in the Batcave. Yes, exactly. He's got the Batmobile. The I was thinking Bat more like a Batman boat. Come, over, a here, Come over here, robot. Come over here, robot. Robat. But I guess it's all connected. Be like a, like, like a so bat can... bot. bot. <laughs> I like robot. Robot. Anyway, <laughs> so they're all connected. Like, if there's an issue on a line where that one robot is, you know, a millisecond off or whatever, you know, they can make those adjustments right. and, and do that sort of stuff. So, like, yeah, I could see a future where that's yeah. happening. But. Yeah, I mean, the more and more, I'm sure companies are looking to try to get away from legacy stuff, yeah. so that again, they can also be nimble and adjust and change as the internet changes and, yeah. and things move. Like, the internet's not going anywhere. The, you know, if if the internet goes away. 
we have a larger problem. Oh in yeah, society. yeah. <laughs> something big has has gone wrong because people like there's all these science fiction things about you know the, the internet's mm-hmm. gone. Well, that would take a massive undertaking because, like Abe said, it's not like the internet lives in one place. It's the web. It is the web (laughs) for a reason. It's a bunch of connected servers. Like, we could put a box over here in the corner and hook it to our eh, somewhat reliable Wi-Fi here and spin up a server and be part of the the web. Or if the web ceased to exist everywhere else, we could could start... Didn't they? Somebody had a local web. Or, I mean, all it is is a it's an infrastructure. I mean, if you have yeah. a if you have a company that has a local network, once you make a way for people on the outside to connect to, to that, you it has the become web. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that is what the internet is. That's how it well, works. That's the web. Sorry, yeah, that's the, the web. web. Internet. Yeah, is web the, and internet. Yeah, the backbone of the yeah. of communication. So, but yeah, yeah. Okay, it's all semantics. Uh, wow, man, that was so. Chrome OS 100. Chrome OS 100. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our thoughts on where we're at, what the what this operating this web based operating system can do, and security, privacy, all these fun things. Okay, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. Uh, we forgot to talk about our uh, our new desk accessories. I know. First thing. Like, Trinkets, it's figurines. right there in the front and we just just breeze right over it. Uh, that's that's we got we got excited about you know security and future no, of the privacy web. privacy right. and privacy that's and security privacy. <laughs> Tangent, but not <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we got a package delivered yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, and was it two days ago? All it says on the front, Monday. and yeah. we'll cut in. We'll cut in some of our footage here, because wow. uh, we did a little behind the scenes unboxing for our uh, patrons, and we got this box in hundred hundred versions or what? What did it say? Dang it! No, it was two two things of a hundred. Hundred hundred versions, a hundred whatever. I don't know. Anywho, hundred versions of of Chrome OS is celebrating, yeah. and we didn't really know if it was like sent to us as creators or if it was whatever but if you want to get into patreon and watch us unbox it and learn you'll know exactly camera, that we had no idea <laughs> we what thought we it was about. for us but i'm pretty sure it was more we for like it admins we aren't that special no but no. the box did have 
some dino figurines and everyone knows we love we love dino yes i'm super excited about that right there yeah i think it'll be a fun little prop we can include it in uh the background of videos and whatnot oh it's going to be in uh, lots of videos andy's andy's definitely going to edit down a, a dope little unboxing for us yeah i'm excited for it i have another idea robbie do you have any tattoos I do not. So when we get to a million subscribers. Yes. Yes. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Robbie, I'll do it dino? with you. Yeah. We can figure I mean, out a I'll, cool I'll dino. I feel like we all should do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Hey, listeners, viewers, if that's not motivation to click subscribe. Yeah, over I mean, on jo- the main channel. Joe and I are inked already. And I like my wife and I got married. I already I was like, you know. I haven't gotten a tattoo in a long time, but I, I it's one of those things when I do go get another one, it's going to co- – they're addictive. I mean, I Joe know, yeah. will tell you they yeah. are they yeah. are addictive, and I, I've, I've got the open door to get one whenever I want. Yeah. So if, I'm it's, gonna on get, the, if it's on the company – I'm going to get Chrome Dino even right here on my face. <laughs> As a tear. As a little teardrop. Chrome Dino tear. Dino right there. No, no I, I want it right here on my neck, so in the podcast. So that's it. I'm trying to think. Like, where would I even put one? Uh, oh, wherever you want, brother. I know. Oh, I'm getting uh, the full scene on my back with the with the pterodactyl on everything. Yeah, that's funny. It's intense. Uh, <laughs> it's like taking it up a notch, like, but I, I like, like it. Like chrome, maybe or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, the I dino, like where your the dino's at. fun though. So yeah, the canary well, logo. subscribe to this channel, <laughs> yeah. but also go subscribe to main channel. So what's the goal? I feel like what's I'd be a little goal? like I think Andy. It's a million. I love it at a million. I'd be, I'd be like Andy Bernard. In, we are a quarter of the, the way there. And they tattooed his butt. <laughs> 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 it would be all cool at first, and as we started approaching a million, I'd be like, Oh gosh! Oh, man. I don't oh, know. This is gonna be on my body forever. Yeah, oh, I don't know. That's why I've never done this. Yeah. Yep. I return everything. Remember, I, I can't return that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can get it removed. All get it removed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That technology's gotten gotten better. Pretty so. good. And uh, the easier way to get it removed is to never have put it on me. Yeah, exactly. That is it's on me. I that, feel it's that on is me. true. Probably get a henna tattoo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, Andy, maybe Andy we'll can get Sharpie. Andy can get the chrome dino like you know line down yeah, the scar. Yeah, that's the. That's so we can the just have right we can there. have we can have dino down the scar. I mean, the idea of having it right there is kind of cool. Yeah. I love it. I I'll have it we'll figure it out. And then also have a car going down the line. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But Crow, but Dino jumping over it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or not jumping over. It. Dino be uh, game over. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dino's jumping over, and then there's a little Andy eight bit, and he's. <laughs> this is getting. This is getting pretty graphic. Do we have I like it. it? Is his bio on the site yet? I don't think so. Yeah, we need we, to get JoJo's on there too. JoJo's head some headshots. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. A lot going on, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of a lot going on, let's stick <clears throat> to some news for the second half here. And let's chat yeah. about first IO. Uh, yeah. IO 2022 right is happening. What's the date? I don't know. May 12th. Uh, somebody pull that just out. Guessing. Let's speak intelligently here. I feel like you're just, like you're just, just guessing. guessing. Um, but around, around the announcement of... IO, uh, John Prosser came out and, and said that he suspects that the watch will be teased but not released yeah. and will likely get uh, launched alongside the Pixel 7 in the fall. Yeah, so that's... That stinks. Yeah, I was a little bummed about that, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Is it, it's, it's only <sighs> virtual... IO's only virtual? Yeah. Yeah, so, so. that's going to be what they did last year. They'll be at the amphitheater. They'll have some employees around, and they'll have the stage set up. Uh, so the keynote is the 11th, but the event is the 11th. Okay, it's pretty close. Um, yeah, and, and 
just like every other year. I mean, it feels like there's more momentum. I feel like around Chromebooks mm. and Chrome OS, and you know, with Steam and you know, gaming on Chromebooks, you know, Android games, and and <clears throat> there's just a lot of momentum around a bunch of different things. I feel like because I was a developer conference. Um, there's, I mean, last year there was what four or five sessions, you know, that we, mm. we kind of sat through and and listened to and. and <laughs> tried to humanize a little bit uh, some of these get a little bit in the weeds and so yeah. you know we try to do our best to listen and be like okay here's the here's the main takeaway and, and try to deliver that uh throughout io but i feel like there's just probably just gonna be more of that this year because they're really trying to to push and get developers on board they you know that's our, our other interview with with google uh with ayin was all about that it was about you know he's he's kind of working with developers like in developer relations yeah. and trying to figure out like how can we get more developers to realize, hey, your app's being run on a Chromebook, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Like, it's it's on a Chromebook. People are opening it, installing it. Why not make it better yeah. uh, for Chrome OS? And, so, and that was one of the things they highlighted in the uh, the press release for Chrome OS 100 was that apart from the release, but everything that they've been doing with developers over the past four or five years, because they, they talked a lot about uh, uh, PWAs, and they highlighted... Uh, quick and simplify is that what it's called it's it's some pwa yeah. quicken has so that and that uh right. code academy talking about how code academy's user engagement is like through the roof with the new pwa and then simplify they've monet found a way to a new way to monetize the pwa and they're making a lot more money with it and google google it's the same theme every year it's like yeah. hey we've given you these tools we've made yeah. them better chromos.dev is updated and but uh, for me, Google I.O. is kind of cool because they they it's never going to be like a super big public facing thing like the hardware events that we go to. But they're trying to make it more relevant for the general yeah. users. You know, last year they had uh, what was uh, Michael Pena from yeah. Ant Man was on there talking. Was the, at their new quantum lab yeah. that yeah. they're at? So which cool little tie in there, but. That they're trying to get a little more Apple, because that's one thing Apple does really, really well is, oh, we've got this new thing. Here's what it's going to do for you. It's right. car sales 101. It's like nobody cares about the the feature unless they know what the benefit is. Yeah. Right. And Especially as these developer conferences have gotten more public, you yeah, know, WWDC yeah. and everything. Like, yeah. they've become keynotes that people want to go watch. Right. And, right. And, and the companies have made announcements there, mm -hmm. too. So interesting to see how they tie in the watch and what all they say what is is it going to be basically a full announcement coming in the fall or is it going to be here's some because they're saying the, the latest thing is, is phone now watch tease. later right yeah so, yeah so i keep wanting to drink yours. the the 6a apparently I mean, it's is, empty Go ahead. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, nope uh the the 6a was rumored to have been pushed back a little bit like right. july i think um and that that might still be the thing uh, it who knows at this point? I mean, they've they've both shown up in retailers, like in the retail system. So I don't know if that happened, and then they're like, eh, "It's not going to work out. Just keep it in your system, and we'll, right. we'll get them to you eventually." Who knows? I mean, but usually with this stuff, whoever Prosser has on the inside kind of knows what's going on, and so you know, it's it's highly likely that yeah, we'll probably get some sort of tease of the watch, and they may even show the watch and say, you know, more to come this yeah. fall or whatever, you know. But if, if they just, it'd be nice for them to do what they did with Tensor and Pixel 6, where, yeah, it's a few months ahead. So it was, on, it was in August, obviously, with, you know, early August for the Tensor stuff. But, you know, this is a little bit sooner than that. But for them to just say, yes, it's a thing. Yeah. It's coming. Confirm it. Right. Because they still haven't done that with the watch. 
Yeah. Like the and watch. So they Google haven't officially, and they haven't officially confirmed the 6A either. Right. So being able to get both of those confirmed and it kind of deflates some of that weirdness that goes around. And if they can say, hey, you know, we feel confident, you know, maybe they, they could be ready to have it in August or something, but it's right. like, who launches something in August? So you might yeah. as well hold on to it. it just it just doesn't need and to be year a, old yeah, hardware. That's another thing too. When did the the second gen Nest Hub come out? Was it I/O last year? The one with sleep tracking. Uh, I don't remember. I want to say it was, like, it was either at I/O because that's when they announced all the sleep tracking and all this I different think, oh, yeah, stuff. Maybe, maybe. But they said back then that they were going to start doing you know deeper integration with Fitbit, and you'd have Fitbit stuff available mm-hmm. on this and sleep tracking all yeah. that stuff whatever this could very well be the platform because robbie and i've talked about we were talking about this just the other day google doesn't need to reinvent the smartwatch they don't need to try to do anything gimmicky they need to do a clean pared down version of wear os 3.0 with a tensor chip and all of the stuff that's great because robbie had said you know i'm just gonna go get another fit you ordered one didn't you did you order i haven't one? ordered it yet but i'm, so, I'm probably just gonna run yeah. to best buy and pick one so out. they need to do all the stuff that's great about fitbit because i you know we did the whole uh did you take your watch back no all right so we did I'm the, just taking with it yeah the samsung I watch love i love the <laughs> He's samsung a tattoo guy yeah, yeah tattoo guy. i got it I, I love the samsung watch 4 it's great uh i just wish i could use all of the Samsung health stuff. Some of it you can't use yeah. unless you sideload and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Google needs all of that stuff at their disposal. And this could be the opportunity where they say, hey, look, what was it two years they acquired Fitbit two years ago? Yeah, it's been close to that. You know, hey, we acquired Fitbit since that time. This is what we've been working on, this and that, whatever. We're now bringing the new, the new, new Fitbit Wear OS platform, and it will be launching this fall on our first yep. ever smartwatch. And I think, Look, I, I just made the keynote. Done. 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 Sorry, done. You're just, welcome. Just, you heard it. just clip that, throw it up it. on stage. <laughs> well, I mean, it, and I think what they did with Samsung and Wear OS and Tizen kind of plays into that exact strategy yeah, because yeah. they've said, hey, look, it's still Wear OS, but this is Samsung's play on it. Sure. And so this is going to be, yeah, it's still Wear OS, but this is our play on it with Fitbit on, right. on, on board. So, yeah. um, and I think that's exactly what they need to do. Simple, straightforward, do the things yeah. that smartwatches need to do and then get out of the way. Make sure your hardware is awesome. Uh, make sure the thing's fast. Like, focus in. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. you know, don't Pixel 6 this thing. You know, like, the Pixel 6 feels like a first-gen product in a lot of ways. It shouldn't have, but it does in so many ways, mainly because the inside of it is the problems haven't been on the outside no. so much. People haven't really complained much about the hardware. No. Fingerprint scanner, maybe. But, you know, they haven't complained about that. But some of the software stuff is it's getting a little old. Yeah. So, yeah. But that comes from having a brand-new SOC that they're probably still trying to figure out in some ways. And so if they can avoid that with the watch... Uh, that would be yeah. a really, really good wait thing. And if delaying it, yeah, delaying it six months means that it rolls out fully baked and ready to go, and people can go to the stores and buy it, right? And and turn yeah. it on and love it. Like, yeah, if they can't, if they can only get a thousand of them right, right. now, too, and like don't, too, yeah. don't launch and not. Yeah, it needs no to be widely be available. Yeah, get it at Best Buy. Get it at side note. Can we omit the the? And I'm I'm not like a you know a wasteful person or anything, but companies that beat the eco friendly stuff to death. Can we just do that in press releases? If anyone oh, who, on stage? As yeah, far just as, the, nah. the sustainability. I we get, get it. why they You're do gonna it. You're carbon neutral. Yeah. Good for you. I get it. We, know but on the, we all know. We all any, have to Yeah, anyone that. that watched this last Samsung event, all that stuff they did with the, they actually did a, a it wasn't VR, it was, uh, it, what was it? It was metaverse stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they did that, and it was all this stuff where you go pick up, 
empty cardboard boxes and plant trees and all, and I'm like, I get it, but that's a press release stuff, man. Let's talk about what you're doing. Right. Yeah, but, know? It, it but, the, but I get the it. In half, yeah. Too. I get it to a degree because they're trying to bring that stuff to the surface. Like they're trying to yeah. make everyone more aware of it. And as a massive company like Samsung, like using their platform to try to get the word out about and, those and things, I guess. Too, they were just trying to sell NFTs. I mean, that's <laughs> exactly that. what they were trying to do. And there's, and there's a bunch of you know companies now. They're not shipping chargers and cables and yeah, all that yeah. stuff with their phones. Slimmer boxes. So if you yeah. make, if you clearly highlight, you know, eco-friendly stuff, yeah. then you can make those moves without quite as much pushback. Yeah. But yeah. It is what it is. Well, yeah. I don't want to hear. It. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of other new devices, new Chromebooks here. Uh, this was a device that came out. <laughs> I don't know where we were. I don't know where. Actually, playing our morning round like normal okay, with like Chromebook what? announcements. Yeah, I got. Yeah, it was here's a new Samsung Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Cool. I mean, yeah, because the title got me because it said Galaxy Chromebook Two. It's called Galaxy Chromebook Two. It's like, yeah, wow, that's a big deal. So they it's, added three sixty to the end, the... which is weird because the Galaxy Chromebook Two is also a three sixty device. Yes, yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 it is. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> According to plan. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what's the plan? I Confuse the people. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, let's <laughs> just do what Intel's doing. Okay, great. Just add yeah. the names. Just call it things. <laughs> so what is this? What is this thing? It's actually I don't know. It's an EDU. Yes. Low end ish Chromebook with uh some interesting things to it. So So it's more of a convertible swanky convertible version of the Go instead of a Yeah, but way smaller. Like yeah, yeah. but true. different too. Like it's a twelve point four <laughs> inch sixteen by ten screen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen by ten quad H D. So we're talking somewhere in the realm ish um, of the Pixel Slate screen. Yeah, not quite a square, yeah. but almost as many pixels in a four hundred. Yeah. So instead of device. listening to us and making EDU devices ten eighty p by standard, they just said that. Just put a 2K screen in there. Yeah, be fine. Just go. Is that a screen that's been on something? Did they have these screens just laying uh, around or something? I've never a 12.4 screen on a Chrome. Not a 12.4 inch. On a 16 by device? 10 quad HD screen. It's like a strange. It's a very it's what, interesting. 350, 300? It's a 350 nit screen. So but it's, it's going like, to be brighter be, than your average flagship. Yeah, it's it, going to be a nice panel. It's it be doesn't a very seem nice like it fits on this device. It that's why I wonder if it's My guess is it's going to be... It is. Like They're only offering the base level Jasper Lake chip, which on a 1080p screen it's does fine. fine. It's fine. It's not like, oh my god, this thing's so fast. Like the Pentium Silver, so that's in that line, it's the top end of that kind of line of small core uh, Intel chips in this latest generation. It does pretty well. Like it, it, It's a good little processor paired up with eight gigs of RAM and stuff. So their base level is the base level Jasper, like four gigs of RAM, 64, yeah, 64 yeah, gigs. Yeah, so they're offering eight gigs also. They're doing eight, but eight, one twenty-eight. but it, what was the thing with it? Um, oh, that's, so it, the way they listed it, it's only with LTE. So it's got LTE as an uh, option. So the one that's got the top end also has LTE. So it's like all or nothing. Kind so of the thing. only way you get the eight gigs is if you get, that's maybe, why they listed yeah. it. Yeah, we'll, who knows we'll see. what, we'll what see what skews configs are out there, yeah. But yeah, what a weird. But it looks like the Go because it's silver on the silver, outside, black, black on the inside, inside. which yeah. I love. I love. I do too. The I Go like looks. Yeah. Really I like that legit. look a lot. And and honestly, the Pixelbook or Pixelbook Go, Daddy, <laughs> I wish. Uh, the Galaxy Chromebook Go uh, has a pretty good keyboard and trackpad. Like we gave one away, and like those things I liked about it. it the screen was terrible on it, so this fixes that. 
So if the build quality is probably in that realm, which it probably is going to be. It's going to be all plastic. Um, you know, it's not going to be a terrible device. Like, yeah, there's going to be some benefits probably to. There's this no device. no rugged though, right? There's no mil spec or anything. I don't think that, so. That's what's odd. Like, I could see them doing an EDU specific device and marketing direct, but the, I mean, this feels like a EDU device that's being marketed directly to consumers. But I'm going to be honest. talking about marketing. What, what sense does this name make? Yeah, and I, I'm no be, sense. I'm going to be honest. I'm not buying a device like this for my five year old. Well, he's going to break it. Here's the other question. <laughs> Why not call it the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook Go 360? Since it's basically the Go. How funny it would be that if it can was go a typo. 360. Like the guy that was type filling it out was looking. He was working on his Chromebook 2 and he accidentally put Chromebook 2. <laughs> I, it wouldn't surprise me. It, now they're like, it, oh, well. Because it just, just looks like a Go. I mean, it does. It looks like the Chromebook Go in a smaller form factor with a rotating hinge and an extra screen. Because remember, we had found there was an 11.6-inch Go that just yeah. never really surfaced anywhere. Yep. They had a video of it and everything, but I, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's bizarre. And I so mean, what's the price point? Uh, Did they, I couldn't find a uh, U.S. pricing. Um, it was... Let me get down here. So the 464 is 499... Or, I'm sorry, 419 pounds uh, for 128 LTE model is 499 so I mean, you're getting LTE and uh, yeah. upgraded. Uh, That's five hundred fifty dollars, which they there was no there was no eight gig. That's right. So Seriously? yeah, the two models they listed were four gig and and uh, one twenty eight and sixty four <sighs> and LTE. So I mean, like, there's a bunch of stuff in this that I'm like, unless they shock me with build quality, I'm like, why I don't. Yeah, but the naming. Know why you would buy this? The naming and, makes no sense to me. And aren't Samsung rep? We we got a new rep, so they're supposed to be sending one over when, when yeah. they get one so we'll, we'll see maybe I mean, once I'm, we get it in well there's something we're missing like oh oh i didn't think about that or yeah. this is not like the form factor i love that idea sure like that's that's pixel book original pixel book size yeah. um ish you know in, the, in that range that's great because it's it's large enough for a tablet or for a laptop but it's small enough that you flip it back into tablet mode it's not too bad um but yeah, the, the naming makes no sense, and the fact that you're now why why would you put this many pixels on a screen that size yeah. with, with a, a processor, processor that's gonna feel it that it's gonna it's gonna struggle. Uh, it's no different than HP cramming a quad HD screen in their their X2 tablet. Like that Qualcomm processor was already not gonna be that that fast, and you crammed more pixels than necessary onto your Just screen. I'm like, trying to think of the rationale, but I because I'm looking right now at this know. this tablet that's 13.3 inches, so much larger screen. And it's only 1080p, and from this, I'm, I'm this is normal use distance. I'm trying to see if there's a spot somewhere on the screen where I can pick out a pixel. No, from here I can't. Maybe on the gosh, I mean I got corners. Get, yeah, like my face has to get five inches maybe from that screen before I can start to kind of see it. Maybe in a piece of text here or there. So it, there's no need no. until you get up towards in 13, 14 inch screens to even think about going above uh, full HD. And I just don't. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, so the press release that we found in the article that I found was from Samsung UK. The U.S. Samsung news site only has an infographic and a little blurb. But it says 8 gigs, but it, I hope so. it looks... Because, yeah, know. I pulled this from this the UK. This is really weird. Yeah, because that was the full this release. The, this is the global press room. Here. Yeah, because I had forgot that was it was announced at BETT, so I guess it went out on the, the UK Is there anything about first. it being mil-spec in there? No, this is <laughs> this is it, man. Let's see, light, slim. Yeah, especially being EDU, 
I'm, I'm, I'm super bummed about this because I've been tracking a device called Bugsy is the only thing that I knew Samsung was working on. This is probably this it. is it. 100%. No, it isn't. This is it. Yeah. Um, the the one of the commits I found about the display matches the 2560 by 1600. So this is Bugsy. I thought maybe someone like Samsung was finally making a detachable because mm. they they mentioned in there because of this screen there's a quirk with the display. You know, and we got to do right. something. I was like, okay, well maybe that's a hint that. It's doing something detachable, and it's that's not. another thing that's so weird. In all these <laughs> little, yeah, not. all these no. little asterisks down at the bottom, they're comparing this device to the Chromebook Four. So this is clearly their next budget device, like the Go. So again, so why is it called the Galaxy Chromebook Two? <laughs> it's it uh. makes so little sense. And what's funny? Remember they did like oh, with the Chromebook Two. resistant. Sorry, they did the Chromebook and the Two right on the end. Yeah, but they got rid of that. Yeah, because somebody was like, "Oh, that's stupid." Yeah, you forgot they had the space Chromebook bar. Two. You remember you forgot it's <laughs> that when you were supposed to hit the space bar and you didn't? Yeah. It was the so, Chromebook 2. So this time let's make it the Chromebook 2. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I. So fixed that. Good job. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're, I, I, I'm, I don't, I have no there's idea. Not, this makes no sense. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> well, and, and, when is this thing? When is it supposed April. to release? Okay. So a couple of weeks, uh, widely available April 15th. So I, yeah. We'll have one in soon enough, and we'll we'll mess with it. I, I'm curious what the U.S. prices are going to be on it, because not because you know other markets don't matter. It's because in my mind, I know like here are my price points for these types of things. Yeah, because the I Go's not. If you get the Go on sale, it's not it's not bad. It's priced okay. It's a, it's priced a little more than it should be, but when it's on sale, it's about right for what you're getting. Right. Yeah. If this thing's five hundred dollars, no way. I don't yeah, care what the screen looks like. And it's never one-to-one, -one, so my guess is it's going to be somewhere around 4 or 19. And I'm like, that's a nice screen and all, but the for rest of this is... Yeah, there's too many great Chromebooks that go on sale for 450 bucks. Gotta have gigs of RAM. Yeah, I'm like, it's super weird. Um, I just don't understand what Samsung's doing right now in the Chromebook space. I love they call this narrow bezel. <laughs> it is narrow. You know, like, and what what are they doing here? You know, they they put the they. I felt like they swung for the fences with Galaxy Chromebook. Like we're gonna go all in. Didn't work out so well. Um, it's like they gave it was a, up. It was almost. a nice device, but it had some really big flaws. But yeah, it's like they've just slowly. You know, like the Homer Simpson meme where he, where he yeah back into the shrub. back into the shrub. That's what they. I feels like yeah. they're doing with Chromebooks. Like they, they could have taken the original Galaxy Chromebook, just iterate it, tweaked it. And had the best Chromebook yeah. on the market because it could, on paper it is. Yeah, it and, really well, and is. two two years worth of iteration would have made that Chromebook an absolute. But instead, they yeah. came out with the Chromebook Two, which was a dumbed down version. Which all, all in all, when you get it on sale, it's a solid device, but it's not a flagship. Yeah, but it's it was not a premium device. It was. It felt like it was one of the iterations that they tried before they released the Galaxy yeah. Chromebook. Like, oh, what if we went plastic here and got it's rid the of the fail safe? <laughs> right. They're like, just release it, put a two on it. Is it actually better? No. Nope. Is it a sequel in any way? Actually, no. <laughs> yeah. Does it have the next processor in it? No, no. way. Is the screen better? No. No, no, no. no. Two stands um, for second chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second one. We made a Galaxy Chromebook, and then we well, made this Galaxy well, Chromebook. Then this it's should, a different this one. Should be the, it's number this two. This should be the four, then. Sure. Or the sure. go-to. Go it's go -to. the go-to. It should be the go-to. <laughs> well, but, but go Big capital G, little O, big two, like all CO2. <laughs> <laughs> all squished together. The go that CO2. No, no, it's go to. Uh, no, this is the go to. Goku? Uh, yeah. I, and it is, it is a little bit of a shame because. It's like uh, they made this thing yeah. and then they backed up and then they did the go. Because you guys are and right. And now like, they've got whatever this is. Like, you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> it's what it feels like. And I'm a like, bit, yeah. I get 
making affordable Chromebooks, like Samsung has done well in that space. Yeah, like, the 4 was course, a good device. Make affordable I mean, Chromebooks. Keep doing that. But when you're making beautiful Windows machines like they do, they're, they're Note Pro Book, Galaxy Book Pro. Yeah. Like, that thing is so pretty. And it's so nice. And clearly you all know manufacturing. You know hardware. You know how to make your stuff. So... Put Chrome OS on it. I'm so confused. Hmm. I, or why aren't you making like one of your big, huge tablets, the the uh, Galaxy S uh, Tab S8 yeah. Pro Ten, Max, nine. whatever it is, yeah. the big tablet they've got out that's gorgeous. You know, like why not make that? So what Chrome you're telling book? me is instead of the LG, we should go buy the latest Samsung laptop and put Flex on it. And then and then maybe there's you know the updated list uh, with Chrome OS Flex, perhaps. Yeah, we you can find know. some Windows. Let's go spend some a money. Sweet Samsung Windows and device. Brick a Samsung device. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and throw Flex on that and break it. <laughs> Maybe cool. Rolling. Hey, like, oh, well, there's not even an S to... on here anywhere. Dang. We can't uh, we can't bash Flex too much. We need to try it on a no, no, supported no, no. device. Uh, we I'm tried it on Flex an unsupported device that is I, I'm, old. I'm bashing our decision making. <laughs> yeah. More than anything, I mean, I feel bad because yeah. last week sometime, and I didn't see it till late, late. Because uh, Best Buy, their their clock, they're on Central Time, I think. So, like, when you see a deal of the day on Best Buy here where we are, it runs until one a.m. Right. The deal of the day was four hundred dollars off the LG Gram. Ah. Yeah, and I completely blanked on it because I should have just bought it. Good job. It. We did need to put like in a note or something the exact <laughs> model. That they support, so we can go yeah. get that one. Yeah, <laughs> this we need the to know I exactly the processor, and... exactly. <laughs> was it minor issues? Ex or I mean, seriously, a dope Samsung would be fun too. Yeah. But the Gram has always been the the one we've talked about. I oh, know it'd be awesome. Get flex on that would be sweet. Yeah, it's the i7. It's it's the big it's boy. The big <laughs> Spend a few bucks. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? How much is it? Oh boy, here we go. I've, We're gonna I've, buy it right now I've, before I've, the podcast ends. I've opened up the maybe floodgates. Not. Uh, maybe this not. might be last year's model. That'd be okay. Yeah, we need as to, long as it's a gram. We need to do our our due diligence and make sure yeah, we get the, sure right the right one. <laughs> but that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Samsung makes amazing devices. They clearly know how to manufacture incredibly thin, amazing, you know, laptops. Let's get Chrome OS on one of those, please. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought with the Galaxy Chromebook, like, Samsung was re-entering. Like, they were and so we were, pivotal early. And we like, were so stoked on that us, device. You know, like, the, the Chromebook Pro and Plus were, like, huge devices for us. You know, it was our first CES, all that whole story. Like, it was a big oh, deal yeah, yeah, for, yeah, you know, with there. Samsung. And it's like, but they've gone through these trenches. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about it, the, the Chromebook Pro and Plus came out. They released, like, the v2 version of the plus didn't and did some edu stuff and then it wasn't until 2020 so it's four year gap they went mm -hmm. so i mean I, it, they may take another year off or so and yeah. maybe next year we'll take, see take another swing at it yeah and, and and perhaps i mean we're still dealing with all sorts of weirdness because of you know global pandemic and so maybe they're they're holding off a little bit and waiting for the right time to launch a more premium uh, Chrome OS device. Yeah, and they could be just sitting back and being like, "Hey, let's let's, let's let somebody else take a swing and see how it goes." Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, I, I think like HP's Dragonfly is going to be um, telling the way it sells yes. and the way it does. because it's going to be expensive. Uh, but it's what's the retail on it? Nine ninety nine is a start. That's what I thought. Yeah, um, start, and I'm not start sure exactly what that is. I want to say it's like eight one twenty eight 
maybe Core i3, maybe Core i5. Not sure. Um, I hope it's an i5, though. I can't wait for that device. Yeah, that Man, one's going to be sweet. Because the one we had was so far pre-production. <laughs> like, the second one we got was way better, um, yeah. but it was still very pre-production. But, like, to all the stuff that that thing is going to yeah. bring to the table, so great. Haptic trackpad. When is awesome when is screen. And, what's uh, May, June. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, mid to late second quarter. Summer's going to be fun. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of Chromebooks. Summer's going to be summer. really fun. Usually it's like, well, I guess we got no Chromebooks for a while. Yeah. No, we're going to get a lot, yeah. uh, actually. Uh, because all the older like Chromebooks are buckle start up, coming Andrew. Up. Yeah, <laughs> we'll <laughs> buckle we'll up. Flip the switch back into review mode. Yeah, I haven't had to do that in a little while. Yeah, I've been kind of enjoying some of these other devices and just messing Absolutely. around. But yeah, you know, it'll be time to get back into that mode. Yeah, soon. yeah, exciting stuff. Okay, I think we ran we ran a little long on our first segment. So yeah. we you can do a hot take on the eight CX. You want to yeah, do a hot can, take? I can on do it? a hot take on the eight CX. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. You got timey? Yeah, timer. And I've, go. I found a commit that shows pretty clearly that we're going to see the 8CX, which is the top-end Qualcomm Snapdragon compute chip uh, in the works for a Chromebook. And since the beginning of us talking about Samsung, or Samsung, about Qualcomm Snapdragon on a Chromebook, yes. this is what we've wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, we can't wait to see MediaTek's full-blown 8195 yeah. Companio 1380. I can't wait to have that device and a eight CX device yeah. duking it out. Like That's, these, these are big processors that are gonna be yeah. awesome for Chromebooks and yeah. all the battery life you get in something like this. Yep. But all the performance you get in something like that. So whoa, whoa, whoa. No, whoa, maybe not. Whoa. That. This <laughs> is an older like Chromebook. <laughs> Never mind. Twelfth gen over here. <laughs> plenty of performance. Like yeah. no, like oh, I wish it was a little faster. Like this one right. runs a little slow sometimes. No problems with an 8CX. No, 8C, it's, yeah. And I think the 8CX has been waiting for a Chromebook. Like, I, I would agree with that. The whole Windows on ARM thing is just so sideways and messed up. It's going to be yeah, at It's going to shine. It'll be at home here. It's yes. going to be a monster. And yeah. so, I remember seeing that Asus at CES the, the last that year. That was perfect. Yeah, the CES, the Asus that had the compute platform and just thinking, why are you continuing to put this on Windows? Put it in Chromebook. <laughs> oh, look, this chip was made for Chrome OS. The, it, like all the things they use in their presentation like, were always, like. Always on PC, quick yeah, booting, always, uh, always connected. Always connected, lightweight, yeah. great yeah. battery oh, life. Wait, like, like a Chromebook? Uh-huh. <laughs> You, no, no. Yeah, like a yeah, yeah, like a Chromebook. Chromebook, oh, but all, yeah, like a Chromebook. <laughs> oh, like a Chromebook, and then okay. they didn't say Chromebooks at all. Nope. No, not a word. No, and then they went mention. on the auto stuff, and it was like, man, great. to have a little fleet of eight CX Chromebooks and oh the the gosh. Snapdragon seven C Gen three seven C plus Gen three. Like yeah. they've already said it will come to Chromebooks. That one's going to be good too. Yep. It's going to be a good processor. Any um, indication on what type of device? Like, do you think it'll be a tablet or? I have, well, I'm not tracking any new detachables at this moment. But man, a, an 11 inch with the Gen 3 and then a actual full blown laptop with the yeah. 8CX. Yeah. That would be sweet. Done. That I'm telling you, next, maybe next year or two. Yeah, it's coming. Arm is, Arm is not just going to be a, there's a couple choices. It's going to be a very prolific and, category. And for from Chromebooks. entry level to high end. I say I'm not. Hopefully. Uh, no more um, detachables, but it, I think this Galarshi. I don't think I didn't even <laughs> These putting names. that in. It's nope, a, never heard yeah, of yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's a Snapdragon. Yeah, because it's a strong bad. Galarshi. Mm. Here's the here's the deal. Yeah, this, yeah, I'm yeah. just throwing this in on the end. We haven't even. I don't think we put this out on the internet yet. But it's another uh, device based on strong bad, which is what this this is based on. This is Homestar. Um, and with the way that they're doing, I don't understand how this works. But with the way they're doing this, um, 
this is the Gen 2. It's based on Strong Bad, which is based on uh, Trogdor, which is just Snapdragon compute platform, basically. I don't know how they're doing it. Like this one, from the looks of it, looked like it was going to be a Gen 1 chip. Sure. They shipped it with Gen 2. Right. Which means they can do the same thing and probably just, because the architecture is pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, it's a little different for the Gen 3, but I don't know. Um, I think from a development standpoint in the repositories, we could see a Gen 3 come out of the Strong Bad platform because it's still the 7C platform. Right, without and them the configurations to, Without also, them having to make it yeah. clear, like, this is the Gen 3. Yeah, so they could just, because it has different small cores, I think. Maybe. I think the so, core configuration is so, very different. Yeah, but the, the configuration is still the same. They're just the newer ARM yeah. cores. So like they the could platform probably itself. just swap them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my guess. And I think part of that's the whole uh, Senor and... All that stuff. Yeah. Those, those chips, the seventy two eighty, never was. Those boards haven't done anything. Like they're almost. I don't. I, I don't know. It is over my head. I don't understand it. But what I do know is that whatever they're doing on that, they make no clear indication that oh, just because it's this board, it's this chip. It doesn't work that way. It's not as clear cut as like with an Intel device. And yeah. so that gives me hope that some of these other detachables that are strong bad okay. like this could show up as a Gen three. Um, Probably not not the HCX. I think it'll have to be its own new platform because I think that's that's a different compute platform. But I could be wrong there too. Yeah, know. yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. I think that's it for today. We appreciate all of you all tuning in and watching and listening, and we'll catch you in next week's episode. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.